Welcome Knights, Tigers, Hawks, Warriors, and Krakens to this teaching moment. These few episodes will be from John Cotter's 1996 book, Leading Change. As many people who have walked by my desk or spoken with me know, I like to consume knowledge. I like to learn as much as I can in the 168 hours each week, and I write notes about key items. One of the sources of knowledge that is used is books. Recently, I read one of John Cotter's many books on change in the business sector. John Cotter has published over 20 books spanning five decades, focusing on business and the crises that organizations go through, either through the natural rhythm of enterprise or when crises are thrust upon them. There will be one more episode built from this text, and if you'd like to read it for yourself, it is available at our base library. to the show. The 692nd Podcast is a platform for developing and connecting with our airmen across the island and those now serving on the mainland. Tune in for episodes where we talk all things leadership and personal development while getting a glimpse into the lives of the people moving our missions forward. I'm your host, Master and Derek Addison, and this is the 692nd Podcast. Today we're going to continue with John Cotter's book, Leading Change, with a discussion on the importance of short-term wins and the motivation that is developed or destroyed by not having them. When we talk about big goals, we talk about the steps and tasks to get to the end. Why aren't we doing that with our work? Some of the projects we're working on are multi-month endeavors, so we need to ensure that we have a goal post created for short-term wins and celebrations that set the team back on a new goal line and can drive forward again. For those that haven't read The Second Curve by Charles Handy, I've added the visual that I'm referencing to the show notes. We need to make the most of our short-term wins to boost our momentum and motivation. Most of the things that we do day in and day out in the intelligence career fields and even within our support squadron have a strategic vision associated with them. And that vision is sometimes focused so far out that we won't see the fruits of our labor. We need to capitalize on the wins we do get to see and allow ourselves to create the next S-curve and build up our next climb in whatever endeavor it is at our doorstep. This is probably why Brian Moran and Michael Lennington's The 12-Week Year garnered so much praise. A year's worth of work in each quarter forces organizations to keep the vision towards the next goal. They celebrate another successful year and then move on to the next big challenge. We try to tackle big projects throughout the units of our group. Sometimes we can accomplish within a 12-week period. Others are a few years in the making, and of course, Others never get accomplished due to forces that we can either control or realize that our focus should be elsewhere. The group leaders specifically have the big moves that we are constantly striving to get to a place where all personnel can benefit. With the amount of changes that are consistently taking place in our units, we are constantly pressured by the idea that this can't fail. I promise you, it can. Sometimes we have to say we failed. Looking back on most failures of change, though, a majority of the real or perceived failures are due to a lack of any early wins. If your shop does something day in and day out, sees no results, how long are you going to want to do that thing? If you work for a specific shop, you could be filling out a spreadsheet for the disposition of forces for years, and no one ever uses it. 
This is both demoralizing and sucks the motivation from the most gung-ho analysts. It could even be rumored to go to a completely different entity and you are both angry that the work was seemingly useless, but also relieved that this monotonous and mind-numbing task is no longer yours to bear. If you work for another section of our group, you could be calibrating monitors monthly. That is both time-consuming and thankless, but it is an NGA requirement, so you do it each month like clockwork. Even the ones that use the monitors fail to understand why they get calibrated at the rate you are tasked. I'll let you know. If you are part of either of these sections, I appreciate you. I know brain-numbing tasks like these, and many others like them, are a constant tug on our mental resources and drain us of our joy. We need to know that our jobs matter, and that isn't always easy with what we do on the daily. That is why short-term wins are mandatory. They provide tangible evidence of the worth of the mission, stabilize the vision in the minds of all personnel, and give a dose of humble pie to the naysayers regarding the change that we're trying to institute. Short-term wins are described as rest areas along drives. They are not the destination that you're ultimately striving for, but they provide the space to stop, eat, refuel, and rest after one long section of the full change. No one can push change 24-7 without getting bogged down or burned out. We need the small wins to allow us to pause and review our work and ensure that it is still the path we are wanting and or needing to take towards the end goal. So for the leadership and personnel in a position that can affect change, namely everyone's staffs are and above, you need to establish what those small wins can or should be. Develop them into your planning process for the long-term items that need to be broken down. If you have a goal currently that will presumably take five months, you should have that broken into smaller goals with a definition of done for each section. Celebrate when you reach or exceed those goals and reset for the next section. If you are simply driving to the end of a five-month goal, you're bound to lose a few people along the way. If you have any ideas, recommendations for future podcast shows or guests that you'd like to hear from, let us know by going to any of the socially acceptable means of communication and leave us a comment. Facebook URL is facebook.com forward slash group forward slash 692D podcast. The email is simply 692D podcast at gmail.com. And you can always leave us a message on the Mattermost channel. If you can't get to any of those, send me an email at derek.addison at us.af.mil and I'll respond as soon as possible. That's the show for today. So for now, aloha, take care of yourself. And if you can, take care of someone else too.